0: We are almost there. It is now we're live. There you go. <laughs>
1: a bit all right, all we are back with a business bro show guest favorite. Joe Nicasio's on us on our show with us <laughs> again, taking advantage of <laughs> these uh this, this extra week, and we're ready to have some fun. James, hit the video intro, man. Here we go. Shut up, Shut up, and, up. Sit and sit down. Business the business bros podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Growth. <laughs> Time for Ew, some fire hands. I
0: know it's S H I E SO. It's Thursday here on the Business Bros podcast, but it's also TBT, and we're throwing it back today and following the week's trend with yet another familiar. Joining us today for the third time is a business coaching rock star, author, international speaker, and podcast host extraordinaire who needs no introduction, but he gets one anyway. If you're ready to quit your 9 to 5 and you need an employee escape plan, tune in today and learn from awesome guests who will give you the keys to your own kingdom. Joining us from EmployeeEscapePlan.com, welcome back to the show, Joe Nicasio.
1: Hey,
2: thanks for having me. We are back.
1: What's up, Joe? You ready to rock and roll today?
2: I'm rocking it, man. <laughs>
1: He's it's rocking a beautiful, and it. It's a beautiful San Diego, sunny San Diego day. It's Thursday. Um, and like everybody else, well, like a lot of people, after I did my workout and I uh, got my, my audio reading in, I got all that stuff in. Finally, turn on my uh, my cell phone. Look at the Facebook, and the first thing I see is negative news. Surprise, surprise! Facebook has wah, removed wah, wah. a Donald Trump post uh, for misinformation, and I used it. How's that as negative a, news? Though? Well, I used it as a conversational piece. Not so much because I don't really care whether you like Trump or not, or what his message is. Just the fact that somebody else has control over. That whole agenda. And it made me think about you, Joe. Somebody else has control of other people's lives all the time. They're called employers. And uh, oftentimes. The boss. Yeah, the boss. They tell you what you can and can't say at work. They tell you what you can and can't wear at work. They tell you when to clock in, when to clock out. And you just want to get away. Joe, help me. You have an employee escape plan. What can we do?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, it's, uh, you know, escape, you want to escape away from all that control. And one of the big ah ahas is when you take a, a job, you're actually giving away so much of your personal power. And, you know, you don't set, you don't set what you actually do in your day. Many people are underemployed. They're, they're doing a fraction of a fraction of their real contribution to other people. And, and so you don't set your calendar, you don't set your time, you don't, your income is capped because somebody else is setting the mm-hmm. rules. And so, so then, okay, yeah, I want to escape from that, but what do I move towards? And what you want to move towards is what I call the, the business happiness blueprint. Happiness, you know? Ooh. Is, happiness is the key, right?
1: So well, well, let me ask you this. I had this conversation with my students today, right? And, um, I mean, these guys are like, you know, 17 years old. I got a kid that has been investing in a stock portfolio and he's excited, right? He's like, man, he's like, you don't understand, Mr. C.S. He's like, I made $150 today. I don't feel like I want to go to work. I feel like I've already earned what I needed to in this one transaction. Why am I going to go give up eight hours of my day to earn like 80 bucks after taxes? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm
2: -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and
1: this is a, a good realization that he's having at 17. That your income is not capped by the number of hours that you put into work, but the other side of it is okay. Cool, you made that hundred fifty bucks on that transaction. What are you going to do with the rest of your day? What happens, you know, after that eight a.m. marker when you spent the first two hours in the market? What can you do from eight a.m. to twelve, or from? Well, let's just break it down. What can you do from eight a.m. to nine a.m. that's productive and helping you get better?
2: Well, and and you know, this is one of the problems I think with trading. Um, trading can be very profitable profitable but there's three reasons to be in business money meaning and freedom and impacting somebody's life is a huge part of the fulfillment I get in my work because not only do I make money but other people's lives are better as a result of it I think this is one of the things a lot of people are going towards um, you know things like trading and bitcoin and stuff like that where you can make some money there but You know, it does it fill your heart. Does it fill your soul? Are you actually making somebody's life better? And so I I think for a lot of people, we want to kind of have all three. We, You know, the money's great, but it kind of feels yummy to go to sleep at night knowing that, you know, I helped nine people today improve their life. That's that's like part of the juice of the whole thing, and a lot of people don't get that. And so I think if you're chasing the money um, and the money alone, that gives you one piece of the puzzle. But man, when you when you do meaningful work and you improve somebody's life, uh, and, and this is the stuff I help people do, you know, I want you to imagine that um, that you're, you know, most human beings are like a light bulb. We're scattered, you know. We we don't have much impact because we're not organized in a way for maximum impact. But the same energy of a laser beam is the same energy of a light bulb. What if you organized yourself in a way that you could show up in a big way, and make people's lives like significantly better? And, you know, get paid for that. Then you wake up every day like you got your superpower cape on. You know, I love what I do. You know, I'm changing lives. and, And, wow, they even pay me for this. So I think the goal is to get that money, meaning, and freedom or the income impact and independence. That impact piece. That's the stuff that really... Gives you-
1: it comes from a, oh. it comes from that feeling of, of focus. So I I just finished reading uh, a book by Jim Quick called Limitless, right? And and in that he's talking about the different intelligence. Well, he's talking about a lot of stuff, but in the in one section he's talking about uh, our intelligence and how there are many levels of intelligence, different types of intelligence. Uh, and he uses the analogy of uh, you know we're all bright, and that's why you know when they refer to intelligence they usually say, hey, that person's bright. And if you kind of think of that analogy, like when you go outside with a magnifying glass, right? The power of the sun—the sun is bright, and it's it's great and it's useful and it's beneficial. But if you really harness it, if you take that magnifying glass, you put it over that leaf, and you really harness that power of the sun and beam it down, like you're talking about in this in this powerful focus. All of a sudden, you're going to start seeing smoke. You're going to start seeing flames. It's gonna it's gonna really point the fire find. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what a lot of people uh, miss out on. There's so much information today. There's, there's so many things that we can learn. There's so many things that we can do. Uh, there's so many easy buttons we can hit that we lack the ability to focus, to really follow one course until successful, to get into the nitty gritty. We're looking for that instant gratification. If I do something and I didn't see an actual result that I was intending for that one moment, I walk away and go on to the next thing. And then we look back you know, a week later and we didn't feel like we accomplished anything. A month goes by and it's worse. A year goes by and it's horrible. A decade goes by and you start really thinking about what my life has been like. What have I been doing? And you've been busy. You just haven't been focused. And then next thing.
2: oh, <laughs> Yep, exactly. Next thing you know, you're six feet under. <laughs> you know, if you're green, you grow. When you're when you're green, you grow. When you're ripe, you are rot. When you're blue, you're through. <laughs> I oh, that. nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we were given this life, and and you know, and so why not build? You know, this is I think the big challenge is, you know, we we aren't focused on our one thing, and but, you know, who gives us the guidance to figure out what your one thing is? You, you know. I, there's a lot of people that'll sell you a course and say, you know, um, take, you know, sign up my, you know, I will teach you how to be wealthy, you know, selling my insurance or I will teach you how to be wealthy selling my multi-level vitamins, or I will teach you how to be wealthy, be a sales rep for my solar company. But who's teaching you how to organize your magic into a, a business. And this is, this is very unique work that I do, um, you know, because maybe, maybe, you know, you do sign up for somebody and you you make money in someone else's business. It's really, it's really, you know, uh, one of my friends, he says that, you know, making money in someone else's business is a little bit like wearing someone else's underwear. It might be a little kinky at first, but after a while, it just gets weird. So, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to, you know, wear somebody else's underwear when you can custom fit your own, uh, your own uh, crotch comforter? Where <laughs> That's funny. I, I don't. I
1: don't want to be wearing other people's underwear, but I. I see where we're going with that. I mean, it's it's the it's the truth though. Like you know, when you were talking earlier about about the whole happiness cycle and and having that purpose, and uh, you know, we've we've been putting a lot of emphasis on you know making that buck and ch- and chasing that dollar. And one of the real benefits that I think uh that has happened due to the COVID situation is the world has slowed down, and it, it has allowed us to mm-hmm. really. Pay attention to the things that are important to us. Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day and he, he was like, Hey man, you know, we're, we're talking about going out and doing different things that we haven't done in a long time. He's like, dude, he said, I got a family of five. We went out to eat the other day, the bill was 175 bucks. I sat back and I was like, Holy crap, like that's the entire budget for me to go to the grocery store for like almost two weeks for my family, and I just blew it on one dinner. And if you really think about it, we were doing things like that on a regular basis. It was you would go out at night and you'd you know, you'd have drinks and there was 50, 60, 70 bucks. And, you know, you were driving all over the place. You're filling your tank up every week. My tank's like 80 bucks to fill up, like, you know, all these different things where you're just throwing money out the window. And it's habits that we have created for ourselves, things that we thought we needed in our life. And now we're able to kind of slow down and reevaluate what we want. It's giving us that idea or at least a taste of what is important in life and what, you know, and, and it comes down to that happiness, right? To be, being able to say, when I wake up in the morning, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying this purposeful life that I have, this family that I have, the time that I have here on earth, the people I'm surrounded with, my health, whatever it is that you're grateful for on a regular basis. And if we can take that same concept and do what you do, which is. Take that magic, that thing that I'm already good at that I enjoy doing on a regular basis. How do I build a company around that? Yeah, now, all of a sudden, it's, a, it's a little bit different right now I'm not shooting for seven figures. I'm shooting for waking up and being happy every day.
2: Yeah, and that's something you know people always ask me like how much what's your goal for the year? What's your income goal? And it's like, I don't have an income goal. I have an impact goal. Mm, nice. I want to help a hundred people either start or grow their businesses. Now, if I do that, the money's there i mean that's that's five four four or five hundred thousand a year but i i'm not focused on the four or five hundred thousand I'm, I'm actually focused on changing lives and and the money comes with that you know and so um one you know i work with a coach and and he's a marketing expert for coaches and his goal is to help um 50 coaches get to the million dollar a year level um, in their, in their coaching yep. practices. So it's, it's really about changing those 50 lives. And, you know, that's, that's the, the money's like secondary.
0: No, it's so true. I mean, um, to help a hundred agents get to $10,000 a month. So it's that same thing. If I'm helping them, if I'm making their lives easier, making it easier for them to do business, uh, then, you know, the money's going to roll in for me, no worries, but, my focus is on making it easy for those agents that are part of me.
2: yeah and i think this is where you know entrepreneurs are very different than employees employees are very selfish they they they're doing it for me 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 i want a paycheck i want a paycheck i want to get i'll i'll give you that 40 hours in exchange for that paycheck but entrepreneurs are different we have to think about you know the purpose of a business is to create a customer to improve a customer's life to add value to customers we have to think about others how can I you know I, and and this is one of the mistakes people make when they go into business is they say what like what do I need to say in order to get the sale there's a lot of sales training around like say these magic words and people will buy from you and and I think that's the wrong approach I, it's not about stop looking for the magic words to say to get the sale and start looking at what do I need to give that's so darn valuable that people will pay me um, uh, generously and gratefully. I have these mugs with my, uh, my my logo on it. And the other side is something I teach my clients is I want everybody to say this, I will solve your problems and you will pay me generously and gratefully. You know, and it's really about, I'm here to solve your problems first. And the money is connected to that on the other side. And so entrepreneurs, if you want to be successful as an entrepreneur, start looking at what can I give in order to be a big contribution that's so darn valuable? People will pay me generously because if you learn to give in a massive way, um, you're going to have to go get some bags to carry all the money in um, that you'll be compensated because you are appreciated when when you actually you know make somebody's life better. People will pay. That's the secret to success. Joe, to- the secret to I have a question it. for you. Oh, I'm yes. so
0: sorry. Question for you: What what are your core values? Like, for me, my core values are freedom, positivity, vulnerability, adventure, and ferocity. I, I have written these things out multiple times for myself. I just I know these are the things that define me. What are your core values?
2: I think um, you know contribution, compassion, kindness, um, making a difference in people's lives. Uh, um, uh, you know, I just know I'm a massive contribution to the people I serve. Um, I, I really am here to help people. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a stand for self-reliance over employer reliance. That's really one of the big things is, you, you know, uh, if you want to take charge of your life, you need to look at the person in the mirror. And and we live in such an employer-reliant culture where people are like, oh, I need money, so therefore I need to go get a job. So I basically – and and so I'm really – Um, You know, we've taught kids, go to school, get a good education and become somebody else's bitch. (laughs) And and that doesn't make sense to me at all. You know, my core values, you know, stop working for the man, be the man. Hmm. And and so I think it's self-reliance. That's something
1: something that that you're, you're absolutely right. That's something I mean, when you phrase it like that, it's funny that we laugh at it, but we laugh at it because it's true. Because of the fact that you are being trained to go be an employee. You're not mm-hmm. really being taught to express your creativity in a way that's productive for you. You we even things like where you did what you said earlier, you were saying, you know, you should be giving. You should be giving. Well, most people think of giving as, you know, here is a, a can of soup because you're hungry. Here is, you know, here's a, a a jacket because you're cold. There's more ways to give than just giving of things right there there's when you were talking about problems i mean you've said before and i've heard you say this there are two types of problems the ones people will pay to be solved and the ones that they won't right and there are problems when when you're giving you're literally, as a good salesman, you're you're really asking questions to figure out what problems your clients have and how well you can be of service to solve those problems. That's what you're giving. You're giving solutions to their problems. And if you can find problems that not only your one client has, but many people have, and you can provide a quality solution for that. That's where you develop real wealth, but it comes from solving a problem. It comes from asking tough questions. It comes from really identifying who you are as an individual and what your strengths are, and how you can apply them to the problems that other people have.
2: Totally. How can I show up as a, you know, see? This is the thing: is is, um, you know, we need to look at how can I give somebody's, you know, your whole life, um, you've been taught by other people, you know the. I believe children are born as geniuses and then conditioned into mediocrity. So, the moment you're born, you're a genius. And then your parents tell you what to think, and the government tells you what to think, and religion tells you what to think, and newspapers and magazines. And we go to the movies and TV, it all tells us what to think. And and at some point, we need to start asking, well, what do I love? What am I about? You know, and and we start to develop. Oh, I'm interested in this, and I'm interested in that, and so we have all these different aspects, which are wonderful. Then we just, if we want to turn that into a business, we need to start saying, how can I take all of the stuff God has given me, and or in and, and organize it into one thing. And then this is what's beautiful is, if you really want to succeed in business, you. You, you don't need to do a hundred things. You know, you just need to kind of do about four or five things. You need to you need to do one thing and do one thing well. I'm a mm-hmm. world class business coach. I got clients in in Kuwait and in in the the Hague and the Netherlands. I've got clients in India. I've got clients in Scotland, and I got a few clients in the U.S. I, I probably have more clients <laughs> than I do here. But, you know, other people in other countries think, you know, America is the land of opportunity. You can start your own business. You can get rich. But our own people from our own country are still thinking, you know, gosh, if I just go get a good job, my life will be okay. And, and clearly that stuff is is getting mixed up. So, um, yeah, the name of the game is to tap into your inner genius and, and then organize it. And one thing, if you just if you do one thing – Well, if you do one thing in a big way, um, then that is enough. One abundant stream of income is plenty. Uh, A lot of people are chasing multiple streams. And, you know, it sounds sexy, you know. But what I've learned is there's kind of two kind of people in the multiple streams camp. One kind, um, they say, well, I have five streams of income. One is their job. And the other four are, are like little businesses that don't work. So they're doing five things, and and four out of five are very ineffective. The other side is I I meet people that say hey, I have five streams of business. So they got this business and then this business, and, and they're making money in all five businesses. And those people, what I see with them is they're such slaves to their five different businesses that their wife doesn't get attention. And so she ends up banging the pool guy because she's not getting the love she needs. Because mm-hmm. this guy's supporting oh, five wow. different businesses. So why not do one business and do one thing well, and then have free time? You know, the purpose of business is not to become a slave to making money. The purpose of business is to create more life for you and the people you love. And, you know, if you, if you just get started, you don't need a lot of money. You know, I just need money for me. My needs are not that big, mm-hmm. but then you decide to take on a wife. Guess what? Your needs grow. And then you have kids, your needs grow. And and then you want to, like, give a little bit back to your little community. Okay. At some point, you know, maybe you want to make enough to actually be a philanthropist and do some supreme spiritual work by giving back and, you know, cutting some checks for food for the food kitchen. Yep. So, you know, he called me then then out. He did.
1: called me out. Yeah, right. Hey, Bonnie. Bonnie's setting up. Uh, Bonnie's hooking us up with some uh, some business bros masks. Uh, he's coming wait. in hot. Can't wait to get those. Uh, you, you know, when when you talk about that whole, you know, your your needs are growing, right? Your income needs grow. Um, I was listening to uh, Billy Jean. He's here. Billy Jean has a podcast oh, here right, in San Diego. Yeah. He, he's hilarious. Have you ever listened to his podcast? I mean, I love his stuff. And uh, and he was talking about how, uh, like, if you had a, you know, the, the most replenishable source of energy for your business is money. Like, it's the one thing that you're always worried about, and you're always cutting expenses and you're always trying to save, but it's the one thing that you can replenish quite easily if you go out and provide a service to somebody else. Right. And you're, and you're, you're able to go out and do that. And I, I, and one, one episode that I was listening to, he's like, he was talking about, you know, remember when you first got into business and you had this idea in your head and all you could think about was how rich you were going to be, how much money you were going to make, what kind of lifestyle you're going to live, who you were going to be. And, uh, and then reality comes into the picture and you hear no a couple times and and you you stumble and you fumble and you fall a little bit and then you start rationalizing with yourself well i really don't need that fancy car well i really don't need that nice suit i really don't need and you kind of start rationalizing until until you get to a point where you're 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 limiting yourself from your own potential to earn like you stopped yourself you decided you can't make that call not that you will you, t- you told yourself, I can't, I don't have time to, I don't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't over and over and over again. And then you look back and you're wondering, man, why am I struggling? Why haven't I been able to
2: do this? You, you haven't decided yeah, that you wanted to. We do it to ourselves.
0: So funny, tying these two ideas together, Joe, you were talking about you know uh, limiting yourself and, and at some point you want to get to a point where you're just uh, a philanthropist. And Nan, you're talking about how a lot of times in business we shrink our expectations after disappointments. Uh, recently, my my expectations have gone much further. Do you remember what our number is for which our goal which, number?
1: Which, the thirty thousand a month
0: goal. Thirty thousand a month. Yeah, I decided add an extra zero. Well, Why not? It was nothing. So, but this is my want to actually give away two hundred dollars month. And just keep 30 for myself. But that's well, like but- my plan, like like to help to help somebody help some things, help different causes, because I don't need a ton. But if I can make that much kind of an impact, that kind of a difference where I'm giving away a million dollars every month to some kind of organization that's making lives better around the world, around the country, whatever, like that's what I really want to do. That's what's driving me right now.
2: And it feels good when you do that stuff. It feels good when you help people that are down and out. It feels good, um, Heck yeah. And, and so we need to, you know, there's like two parts of our life. There's a there's a temporal part and a spiritual part. We need to succeed at both. You know, if you're if you're real good at making the money, but you're not helping others, you you know, you can be very temporally wealthy, but if you don't have that spiritual stuff, you're going to be very unhappy. The other side is you can be very spirit, you know, you can work at the soup kitchen, you can help people that are down and out. But if you don't succeed on that temporal part, if you don't make the, the you know, a solid income, you know, it's kind of hard to write those big checks to help feed those hungry people. So uh, we need to succeed in our in our temporal part of our life to fund our spiritual endeavors. If we succeed financially, we can be, we can become, you know, soup spiritual rock stars in terms of our philanthropy and giving and um but you know we can also be very giving you know with not a dime in our pocket but <laughs> you know um, it, it's it's better if we can thrive and we can take care of the people we love and, and help other people around us because that stuff is yummy it, it's like it feels really good to help that's somebody. a
1: fuel to the soul for man. sure that's, that's the true i mean it's it's if if there's two lives that you could be living. There's a life that you have right now. If you don't like Mondays, you you wish it was Friday or Saturday every single day. You yeah. you haven't been doing what you should be doing. It's not your purpose. It's not your drive. It's not your passion. Yeah, my wake,
2: what your job does.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: But but <laughs> I'm if one if of you those wake, freaks that
0: Monday is like my favorite day of the week.
1: Yeah. Well I love it. Yeah, because you get to go back to doing that thing that you love to do on a regular basis. That's yep. that's a different mindset. And that's what, what we hope, that's what I hope I can instill in people. That's what Joe hopes that he can do with people is help them find that thing inside of them that you can monetize, right? I mean, that's really the key.
2: It, you yes. know, it, I got so much fulfillment because, you know, there's a lot of business coaches that'll basically say, if you're making 10K a month, I'll be your business coach, and I'll teach you how to get to twenty k a month. And I work with those people. I I do that all day long. But I work with people that are making zero a month. I take people and say, okay, you know, people think, oh, it takes money to make money. That's not true. It doesn't take money to make money. It takes customers to make money. And and if you go get a customer today, you can have money today. Uh, It's really that straight up, but. If you think it takes money to make money no wonder you're struggling because you're focusing on the wrong thing you're looking you're looking at the receiving part and you're not focused on the giving part but if you focus on how can i give to people you know and solve their problems you know then they will pay me gratefully and generously if i organize it the right way and and you know what a lot of people fail in business because they were never taught the right way to do this stuff (laughs) You know, entrepreneurship as a as something to teach and learn and apply and actually make work uh, is a failure. You know, um, I was asked to speak to 50 people that all had bachelor's, master's and PhDs. The one common thing they had in common is they were all unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, And I was there to talk to them about marketing and selling themselves to get their next J.O.B. And um, and they said, Joe, we don't have trouble finding a job we have trouble finding a job in the stuff we learned at the university.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, so I said, you know, there is no, you know, there is no committee to create a dream job for James. There is no committee to create a dream job for Hernan. If you want to, you know, where is the committee for a dream job for Hernan? In the mirror.
1: It's right here.
2: It's in your you mirror. Right here. It's right here. the mirror. It's in the mirror. You, that there's nobody else in charge of that. So I asked two questions. Um, the first question was, you know, if you can't find a dream job out there, how many of you would like to someday, one day create your dream job as an entrepreneur? And about go. 60% of the hands went up, but here's, here's the real, the real stinger. My buddy behind me, Jason, he's going, ask him how many are afraid to go. How many of you are afraid to start your own business? Like every hand in the room went up and I'm like, this is America, the land of opportunity. What's wrong with this picture? Like, <laughs> everybody in America can start a business if they want. And yet, I've got a room of educated people that are petrified with the idea of starting their business. So,
1: because each and every one of them has been working their whole life for this thing called an A, and they've associated failure with negative aspects of their life not being able to advance something they get ridiculed for something they get grounded for something that's unacceptable and Mm -hmm. because they have that stigma with failure when you ask them who wants to start a business it's not how many of them you know it's not that they're afraid to start it's that they're afraid to make a mistake any mistake regardless of what it is
2: well we've all had failure and you know although i've learned my most powerful lessons through my failures not Mm -hmm. through my successes Okay, yeah. but I don't want anybody to have to go through the crap I had to go no, through. No, of course not. Lessons. It was painful. You know, the class yell for the School of Hard Knocks is ouch. Yep. <laughs> you know? And so so this is really the paradox. I call it the entrepreneur paradox. On the one hand, everybody wants a business and wants to prosper. But on the other hand, you got a bunch of people that are scared shitless to, to start a business. And if you're scared, if you're if you're afraid – Um, if you're thinking that business is risky and nine out of 10 businesses fail, nine out of 10 businesses fail, why should I try? Business is risky. Warren Buffett says risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. And we come from an education system that doesn't teach us what we're doing, how to do it right. Nobody teaches us how to choose the right business for James's personality. And and then once you figure it out, then you got to figure out the branding and then you got to figure out, well, what's my offer and what's my storytelling and, and, you know, how do I promote it? You know, and everybody thinks that online is the only way to promote and it's not, you know, and, and, um, and then how do I close this? So there's a lot of pieces, but if you learn those basics, if you choose a good business, if you brand it well. If you have a good offer, if you've got good storytelling, if you get it at promote it and get it out there, people will raise their hand if you nurture those relationships, you will close sales and yes, and sir. you will you will you will live in abundance. But yes, sir. If you failed, it's not your fault cuz nobody taught you including the school system. The school system gets a big fat F for failure for not teaching <laughs> how to do that as an entrepreneur.
1: Well, ladies and gents, that's exactly why you need to go to www.escapeemployeescapeplan.com uh, Reach out to Joe, sit down, have a conversation with him. I promise you, you sit down, you talk about it. He, this is the cool thing about Joe, and hopefully you guys got it out of the show, is when you talk to him, he's going to listen to you, and he's going to ask you about you, and he's going to figure out what you want to do, mm-hmm. and then we create that golden plan to help you out. So go to EmployeeEscapePlan.com. Check them out. Joe, thank you very much for uh, coming on the show. Really appreciate it.
0: Speaking of you, sir.
1: Speaking of... It's tomorrow if we're actually
0: gonna have a show tomorrow because I'm taking you I'm taking you somewhere in the afternoon and we got a little thing planned. I don't know if that was supposed to be a surprise or not. So I just fucked it up. But all right, cool. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, um, so so we we may or may 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 not have a show tomorrow. tomorrow, Want to tell you happy birthday, now. Joe. Thanks for joining us and giving her that birthday shout out. And uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. I was about to steal you.
1: <laughs> and we're out.
2: <laughs> All right,
0: guys. Make
1: sure nice you have Thanks, Joe. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business.